Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Out of Five Stars. It's a weekly book review podcast. We're your hosts, Jess and Jess. I, of course, am the Pacific Northwest Jess. And I'm the Jess over here in the South in Louisville, Kentucky. Each week, we sit down with a drink in one hand and a mic in the other to talk about all things bookish. I'm a little bit sick this week, so if I sound a little hoarse, that's why. Um, we are very excited to jump into today's episode as we have a special guest joining us. Her name is Lanny from at Lit with Lanny on Instagram, who is going to chat with us about the book we chose for this week called The Wife Upstairs. It's the beginning of spooky season, so we're very excited to get started. The Wife Upstairs was published January 2021 and is by Rachel Hawkins, and it's currently sitting at 3.78 on Goodreads. It's a retelling of the famous story Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. So I personally was super stoked. That was like one of my favorite books. It's one of my favorite classics, if I'm going to pick one. And Rebecca, which is another retelling of the same story, was like my all-time favorite growing up. But before we dig into the book and everything like that, uh, Lainey, would you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself to everyone who's listening? Hi, everyone. Um, so I'm Lainey. I'm 26, and I'm from Philadelphia, PA. Um, so basically, my day-to-day -day is working in marketing, reading, uh, maybe doing some yoga, and then sitting on Bookstagram for a very long time. Um, <laughs> Lainey, what got you into Bookstagram? Um, so I joined Bookstagram in January of this year, um, and I started reading a lot more during quarantine. So I was reading a lot of books that I was really enjoying. I was really passionate about, but none of my like friends really read. So I was like, I need to talk about this with somebody. Um, and then I was just scrolling on my personal Instagram and came across some Bookstagram accounts and then... From there, I got sucked into it. <laughs> the marketing and the the stuff of um, Instagram's like, oh, right, what you like? <laughs> they knew. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to talk about what everybody's drinking before we keep going? Yeah, sure. Let's let's sure. figure it out. What are you drinking, Lainey? All right, so I have like nothing in my house. Um, so I had some dragonberry rum. Mm. And some fruit punch in my fridge. So I just threw those together. And it doesn't taste bad. It's pretty good. Nice. I love a leftover cocktail. Right. Jess, what are you drinking? I am trying to get better before I go on a trip on Saturday. So I told Chris to make me a hot toddy. <laughs> so I'm drinking bourbon. What about you? Mm. I am drinking a apple crisp macchiato from Starbucks because tis the season and I'm currently recording in the library today. So I wanted a warm drink with a, a lid on it. Nice. <laughs> We're going to get into a couple questions for you, Lainey, just before right. we get into the book too. What is your favorite genre of books? What's your go-to genre? So it's between two, and they're very different. Um, so my go-to is usually either thriller or romance. Um, those are my two top favorites most of the time, like thriller and suspense or, like, contemporary romance. What don't you like? What's, like, the thing that you're like, I hate it, other than nonfiction, because I feel like not a lot mm -hmm. of people read nonfiction. Right. I'm not a huge a fantasy breed. fan. Oh. Right. <laughs> I'm not a huge fantasy fan. It's hard for me to get into 
I've been trying to expand my horizons with more fantasy, but that's the one genre where I'm like, eh. So when Jess and I started reading together, she would constantly tell me like, oh, I don't like fantasy. I can't get into fantasy. And then every fantasy book we picked up, she was like, oh, I kind of like this. I guess I do like it. And then eventually she's like, okay, yeah, I like fantasy. Right. I feel like I'll end up liking it if I actually like make the effort to pick up some like really good fantasy books that I've been hearing about, but mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Would the Akatar series like go into that really good fantasy ones that you've been hearing about? Yes, that that's one of the like really popular ones that I've been seeing all over the place. And I've been seeing it from a lot of people who usually don't read fantasy. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I should give that a try. We'll see. <laughs> so you said you'd like to do yoga, but what mm-hmm. else do you for fun when you're not working or running your bookstagram? Um, so of course reading, um, and I mean, book shopping is a separate hobby as well. So of course I like to do that. Um, and so since I live in Philadelphia, I like to go into the city sometimes with my boyfriend, um, and me and my friends like to check out different areas in and around the city. Um, I love hiking and, um, checking out the different parks around my area, um, when I'm not reading or, um, shopping for books. Um, and yeah, I really enjoy doing yoga in my free time when I can. Um, I actually learned that during quarantine as well. I've been learning along with YouTube videos. So that's something I've been really trying to get better at. Um, so that's been really fun. Nice. I like it. Do you have any favorite yogi YouTubers that you're watching? Um, so I like yoga with Adrienne and, uh, she's like a really simple, easy beginner person to kind of get into. Um, like when I knew absolutely nothing, I went to her and I still felt comfortable. Um, and then I like yoga with Cassandra too on YouTube. She does a little more like intermediate stuff. So sometimes I like to go back and forth between them. Nice. Yeah. We, we definitely step our toes in yoga every once in a while. Yeah. Back when Jess and I worked in the same building, we would go down to the gym and do some stretches together. Oh, so. that's so fun. Very cool. Okay, so I think we're going to start and just jump in. And right. I like to jump in with the covers. There's two cover versions for this book. Um, one is the hardback and what's mm-hmm. also on the ebook and audiobook. And then there is a paperback cover. And normally oh. I do not like paperback covers like I don't know. It's just how it always goes. I usually don't like the paperback version. Looking between these two, though, I definitely like the paperback version better. I agree. It's got a little bit more mystery. Have you seen it first? Me? um, Lainey, have you seen the paperback one? No, I hadn't seen the paperback one yet. I have the hardcover one, Mm -hmm. and that's the only version I've seen. But I actually really like that paperback version. Right. It it has like the front of a really nice like southern mansion type thing on there. And then what I'm guessing is the main character in a nice little dress looking at it. And it's got those like southern gothic trees. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gave me more of a spooky vibe, whereas the paperback version could be more psychological vibe. I don't know. That's just what I kind of got from it. One thing I wanted to ask you guys both. So neither one of you guys had read Jane Eyre, which is totally fine. It's a retelling and it's a unique retelling. So I don't think you had to have read Jane Eyre, but the title of this book is The Wife Upstairs. Now, if you had read Jane Eyre, you know what happens in it. I will say this is a totally different ending than Jane Eyre, but the title of this book is The Wife Upstairs. 
for folks who are just like picking this up, does this give this the whole like story away for you? Or were you still like trying to figure out what was going on with this title and the cover? So when I first saw that the title was The Wife Upstairs, I'm like, well, this gives everything away. What else am I going to know? <laughs> and then like a chapter into it, you find out like, oh, there's a wife upstairs. So I I was very early on and I kind of thought I like already knew the premise of it. I'm like, so what else do we have to find out? So I kind of wasn't really sure what else to expect because they were already telling me there was a wife upstairs, <laughs> which I kind of wish they maybe waited a little bit longer to like introduce that. But I mean, it's in the title, so you can't really <laughs> skate around it for too long. Mm-hmm. I will say that I took a complete different approach and <clears throat> I thought, okay, maybe it's a ghost. Maybe the wife upstairs mm-hmm. is the ghost of the ex-wife and it's called the wife upstairs because when we start reading the book, you finally go upstairs and there is a picture of her and it's like, oh, it's a sim- mm-hmm. sim- like symbolic, symbolic wife upstairs. Yes, a symbolic mm-hmm. wife upstairs, which was kind of weird because that was the only picture of her. So that's what I thought. And when we were reading the whole thing, I assumed that the wife upstairs was in the lake house. I didn't think mm-hmm. that she was in like that's what that's how I read it at least. Okay. I get it. Yeah, I was just I put this immediately in the camp of if you know Jane Eyre or if you've read Rebecca, you know what's happening, but also on top of that, we've also got the title that's pretty pretty telling like, all right, you know there's going to be a wife upstairs. So I was just <laughs> kind of curious what people who hadn't read Jane Eyre were like Hmm. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, we get the we get the diary of um, B upstairs, like almost immediately in the book. But either way, I thought it was still fun. It was still unique. It didn't, you know, the telling of what's going to happen in the title. It's always a give or take, like hit or miss for me, honestly, because there's so many books that do that where. I think there was another book. I read it a while ago, but it was called like The Family Upstairs. And it's like, all right, well, I read that one. (laughs) (laughs) So just kind of funny. Um, What are your guys' thoughts on Jane immediately? So she's a totally different character than the Jane from Jane Eyre. And she's kind of a, I don't know if I'd say petty thief because she's stealing pretty big ticket items. Uh, As the story progresses, though, and she ends up, you know, getting with Eddie, having an amount of money that doesn't really matter. She stays a thief throughout the whole thing. Does that change your thoughts on Jane as far as like, you know, her just being a a thief and a liar? She's constantly kind of hiding her past and stealing from people nonstop. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't really love the character of Jane from the beginning. Um, I don't think she was like portrayed in the best of light from the start. Like you said, she was just kind of taking items from people's homes because she wanted to and just because she could. Um, And yeah, you kind of figure out like even when she does come into money, she's still doing all these things. So she really just kind of seemed to me like the kind of person who just wanted more than she had and kept wanting more. Um, Mm -hmm. 
So I, but I actually think I learned to like Jane a little bit more throughout the book, just because I learned a little bit more like about her backstory. Um, but I was never necessarily like attached to the character to like empathetically, really. There was a lot of deception throughout the entire book and especially between Jane and Eddie. So mm-hmm. Jess, who did you, who were you rooting for? Like you, you know more about like what this book is going to be about. So did you have a favorite character between those two? I did and I didn't. So like I have read Jane Eyre and I have read Rebecca and I even think like Pretty Little Liars to a point is a retelling of Jane Eyre. Anyways, that's a totally different topic for a different thing. Here's the thing, though. Jane, I thought, was she came off as like more of a comedic character to me in the beginning. She was like just the fact that she's like obsessed about Eddie to the point that it's, you know, annoying. And she's constantly talking smack about rich people. But then like Eddie's a rich dude. And she's like, well, he's fine because he's hot. Um you know, you just kind of get this picture of Eddie as like a aloof, aloof, like kind of doofus boy who's like, I don't know, was in a frat or whatever in college. <laughs> and <laughs> the more I did learn about Eddie, I kind of went up and down. Like at the beginning, I didn't really care for him. And then in the middle, I was like, OK, well, and I got to say, like the the twist of. We'll get to the twist. I don't want to like <laughs> so far yet, but the twist of when we get to Eddie and his like main character arc where he kind of <laughs> changes for for the better or maybe for the worse. I have no idea. Um, I don't know who I liked better in the end, Jane or Eddie. It, it was really, really hard. And I think that's something that Hawkins did really good was if you read Jane Eyre, Jane is very naive in Jane Eyre. And in this retelling Jane is not naive and gets away with a little bit more so I read somewhere that Hawkins said that you know she wanted to do this retelling because she thought Jane didn't get a very good ending in Jane Eyre and she wanted to write this book so Jane could get a better ending she thought Jane could do better yeah a redemption for Jane oh cool so yeah in in Jane Eyre, she kind of just, it's a, I thought it was kind of a sad ending. She just ends up marrying Eddie and that's it. But in this one, it was such an ambiguous ending that I was so confused as to what actually happens. But then she gets right. money in the end and I'm like, well, Independent she's still going to keep stealing. I have no idea. I can't tell. She's just such a weird character. Like right. that was never really explained. Lainey, did you have a favorite character between those two or any of the other ones I guess to be honest none of the characters were very likable to me (laughs) I didn't really like any of them I didn't really trust any of them from the beginning really I got like really shady vibes from Eddie um the entire time and I didn't know why um but he just gave me really weird vibes um so I think if anything I probably liked Jane more than Eddie I could see that there was this other question that I had, which I thought was really weird. And I, I've never read Jane Eyre, but was it weird that it was 
it took place in Alabama of all places? Or did you <laughs> feel like it was appropriate because it was like a little, oh, the, did you see the neighbor with the other neighbor or like it, like all of the gossipy, what you assume is, what's the word? Typical, not typical. The word. What? Of like just the Southern mannerisms yeah, yeah. and things like that? Yeah. I thought it was good. A lot of this a story was little winks and nods to Jane Eyre. And um, like, there's even a line. I, I was looking through some of the reviews people, right? I love looking. We love looking at the reviews on <laughs> But there was one that there's a line in this book that says, reader, I fucked him. Like, Jane is telling, like, Jane is telling us, the reader, she fucked him. And a lot of people found that to just be super offensive and out of place. And I was like, I thought it was kind of funny. This is a, like, 2020, 2021 version of Jane Eyre. And in Jane Eyre, she says, reader, I married him. So this is just, like, kind of poking fun at (laughs) Jane Eyre. Like, it's poking fun at that story and just how Jane was in that story. Um, So I thought... It it definitely didn't come across as like thrillery thriller. You know, no. it was a very mm-hmm. non-thrilling thriller, if that makes any sense. Right. It it has all the elements of those domestic thrillers, like the woman in the window, the girl on the train. Like it it gets all of the points. It hits all of the points in all of those domestic thrillers. But I would say it was more of like a comedic kind of nod to those more so than like actually that. Mm -hmm. So that's where I went with it. And that's why I thought all of the characters were not likable because not a single character was likable. Like her roommate was not likable. Eddie was just kind of a jerk. All of the rich people were just, you know, shown as like evil one-sided characters very non-dimensional and Jane is just like a thief and she's a thief even when she has money so it's like none of these characters are actually likable and then all as far as like all the southern gossip and southern charm and stuff like that I also saw that as a wink and a nod to um Rebecca and Jane Eyre and all those types of things so I think one other thing that I I realized later on was Hawkins wrote her undergrad thesis on gender and sexuality in Victorian novels. <laughs> and so I think mo- a lot of this is just like winking and nodding to the old timey things where like in Jane Eyre, she was supposed to be marrying her cousin and like people were all talking and gossiping and stuff like that. So I think a lot of it is just like how best to show that in, you know, today's standards. And I think more people think that Southern folks are more gossipy than others. I don't know. Like just small town charm gossip, you know, like people in the rich town. I don't know. That's where I was thinking. But let's talk about the twist. What what were your guys' thoughts about the twist? The twist when we find out that B murdered her best friend and then in attempts to like save her character, Eddie... Eddie seals her away in a room. Like, this is so weird. He seals her away in a room that he already built. constructed in their house, which mm-hmm. is a little suspect if you ask right. me. Why do you already have a safe room? If it's like, <laughs> if you're not planning to use it for something weird. Right? It, it <laughs> felt very, very weird to have that type of safe room. Right. What, what did you guys think of that twist? Did you see that coming? Because I didn't. That's not, you know 
how it goes down in Jane Eyre. So that was new for me and unique and fun and like unexpected. What did you guys think about it? Or did you, could you see that coming? Cause maybe Jane Eyre readers were like blind to what was coming. Cause we just thought we knew. It wasn't what I predicted. Like I didn't predict that that was going to be the twist, but at the same time I wasn't necessarily surprised. Like I thought there was a lot of jealousy constantly going on between B and Blanche and that something was going to like break at some point. Um, so I wasn't too surprised by the outcome because I could kind of see like the foreshadowing and the build up to kind of get there. Um, but it was sort of interesting to me. I was more surprised by the fact that Eddie was trying to like cover up for her and save face for her. And that's kind of like you see over time, he starts to like realize these things and so does she like he's actually trying to get her out of this situation so that kind of added more layers to it I thought that was really interesting what about you Jess the twist was like a complete surprise for me I when I because you were thinking it was a ghost right I was I was thinking were you still thinking it was a ghost at that point (laughs) well after like he went to go and see her and like slept with her I, obviously she wasn't a ghost, but I didn't think she was in the house. Mm-hmm. I, like I thought it was something else. So I was just completely oblivious to everything. I wasn't picking up any clues, but sometimes it's good when that happens as a reader, because you get surprised and it comes out better for you when you're like, Oh, I know what's going to happen. And it kind of changes your perception of the book. But for me, it was a complete surprise. And the way that he was trying to protect her, I'm like, that's fucked up, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> no. And you, that right. he just locked her away and was right. like, yeah, this will do still for now. With her. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was so weird to me. So, so and she I just have, went along with it. <laughs> yeah. I have a quick, going back a little bit, I have a quick question because I made note of this and I'm just like thinking, even in 2021, who does this? He invited her to move in with her after two weeks of knowing her. And I'm thinking, man, the sex must be so good if he, like, gave her a credit card, too, and, like, said, just move in. Was anybody yeah. else, like, what was that? That was too right. so, Yeah. I. That's why I immediately thought Eddie was, like, up to something and trying to... I didn't know where it was going to go at that point. I thought maybe Eddie was going to try and bring her in to pin it on her and be like, oh, she was actually just obsessed with me and she killed Mm -hmm. my wife and her best friend. I I was very, very confused. And then when we find out that Eddie, there's like an overlap where he's still having sex with B, but also has Jane in the house. I was very, very confused. I had no idea where it was going to go. I didn't. I had no I had no idea what Eddie was thinking. Did Eddie know what Eddie was thinking? Lainey, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I like wasn't really sure why he even started things with um with Jane to begin with. Like I also thought he had some sort of like ulterior motive, like mm-hmm. to try to pin it on her or something like that. But um then it was just sort of really odd that like right when his wife quote unquote died he like has some other woman moving Mm -hmm. in like two weeks later like even if you're not southern that's something like people are gonna (laughs) gossip about that like that's strange um 
so I that I got a really like shifty feeling from him because he was so ready to like drop all his money for this woman and it was like what are you trying to hide sir I wanted to ask you really quickly everything is really quickly because I just remembered this (laughs) there was different points of views in this book it wasn't all Uh Jane what did you think about that did you like that I did and the only thing that I didn't really like about it was we got I think only one chapter of Eddie's point of view and I think a lot of these questions where we're like what the hell was Eddie thinking would have come a lot clearer if we had more point of view from Eddie he just seems so he he does seem to me like the most one-dimensional character in this whole thing because his background and just wanting to be rich and the fact that he's still having sex with his wife that he has locked up upstairs in a weird safe room or whatever, it seemed really icky. And I don't understand why we only got one or maybe it might've been two, but there really wasn't very much point of view from him. Um, I don't think it would have been that good of a book if we didn't get B's diary entries. It, Mm -hmm. it, would then be very much, you know, I call it a domestic thriller. If we didn't get B's entries, it would have just been domestic. <laughs> it would have been pretty boring. <laughs> you know, like Jane's point of view and what she was, the only really like spooky or suspenseful thing that happens is when she's in the house and she hears like knocking from upstairs mm-hmm. like once or twice. I don't know. That's my two cents on that. Uh, let's see. What else should we talk about in the book? Should we go to the, should we go to the end, the ambiguous ending? First of all, Lainey, are you a fan of ambiguous endings where you maybe agree, don't agree on what actually happens at the end? So for me, I'm a real hit or miss with ambiguous endings. Like I either love that they left it that way or it, really angers me um for me I don't think the epilogue was like even needed really uh I think it just made everything a little more ambiguous than it already was um uh I kind of wish we got it tied up a little bit but at the same time like I was thinking about it at the end more than I thought I would just because I was like all right, what ended up happening to these characters. Um, So I did kind of enjoy that she left it open to interpretation. What about you, Jess? Did you like the ambiguous ending? No. I want to know. (laughs) I want to know if it's good. So here's my thing. So what do you guys think? What do you think happened? If it's ended ambiguously, I would like a sequel. Right. Where somebody comes Mm -hmm. back and is like, takes revenge or something. So in this particular instance... Whose sequel would you want? Depends on who's alive. Oh, if who if, do you think's alive? Let's let's ask that. Who do you think's alive at the end? So at the end of the of the end of the book, uh, B it, it, it kind of escapes with the help of Jane. She escapes the upstairs, and they end up locking Eddie upstairs, and then they kind of have like a one on one where Jane discovers that. Oh, B had more to do with all of this. B actually was the one who killed her best friend. Yada, yada, I'll do the yada, yada. And then there's just kind of like a 
face off and it's very awkward. And then there's a fire and the fire starts and the house burns down and Jane wakes up later and they found teeth. But it could or could not mean that anyone is alive or not alive and there's no trace of any bodies. I think it would be a better story if B was alive and she came back and took um, Jane's money. And like haunting You mean her, her own money? Yeah. Because that was her money. <laughs> Quote unquote haunted her and came back and like, I feel like it'd be a more interesting story if he came back than if Eddie, nobody cares about Eddie. They're, they all thought like he killed his wife. Mm-hmm. So. And right. so you you want B to, to haunt Jane mm-hmm. and follow her around from town to town as she goes around being a dog walker for rich people. Exactly. What about you, Lainey? What um, what did you think happened at the end? Because it is ambiguous. So you can tell mm-hmm. us whatever you think. What would you think happened? What did you want to happen? And sequel? Yeah. Nay. So I think that B is definitely alive. Um, and if there were a sequel, I would want it to be like strictly from B's point of view. Um, because I, I kind of got, like, at the end in the epilogue where Jane is kind of wondering if um, Eddie and B are together right now and things like that, it gave me, like, Gone Girl vibes a little bit. Like, it would kind of be interesting if they were both still alive and then were kind of, like, hiding around. Um, I think that would be a really interesting way to, like... I agree. I like it. <laughs> so you would read a sequel? Both of you guys? Yes. If it went that way? Mm-hmm. Wait, I think I would read a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Lady's yeah. like, Lady's still thinking about it. She's like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you would if it went that way. If it went that way. If it was like the same way with like B and Jane back and forth, I probably wouldn't. But if it like shifted to a different perspective, I would think about it. Okay, cool. So... I think it's time to do a little bit of rating of the book because I feel like we've talked about any, everything. Lainey, is there anything else you wanted to talk about or hit on that you just remembered? Um, let me see. I have notes. Um, okay. Yeah, review your notes. We don't have to jump into <laughs> Um. Yeah, I really liked the the premise of the book itself, like the whole wife upstairs of it all was really interesting. And I'm into that sort of domestic thriller vibe. But like we were talking about earlier, I didn't really get a lot of the thrill that I was looking mm-hmm. for. I feel like I was kind of being told things instead of being shown things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of where it kind of had a setback for me um because like if something's labeled as a thriller I want to be audibly gasping um Uh so I I think this is just kind of um where that felt short with me um but I really liked her writing style I thought it was interesting and I saw in the back that this was Rachel Hawkins first adult novel which I thought was really interesting too and she went like right into the thriller and suspense genre which I thought was really cool yeah I hadn't read any of of her other books um Mm -hmm. I know she's under the pen name Erin Erin Sterling and the ex-hex from her just came out because I googled I'm like oh oh that's her yeah, who wrote the X-Hex? Um, and I googled Aaron Sterling, and it's like, oh, that's Rachel Hawkins' pen name. Mm. 
So that's the little tip. Okay, so I would I would say this based on what you just told me, Lainey, is I would recommend that you read not Jane Eyre because it's not like exceptionally thrilling and it, you know, it's a classic, mm-hmm. but I I would recommend that you read Rebecca. Okay. Because it's more of like a haunting fast pace retelling of wife upstairs type, you know, book. Um, Take note to yeah. myself. I definitely will. It definitely, it, it is an older one. It came out in the thirties, but it's like mm-hmm. Gothic haunted has the wife upstairs vibe. Cool. I'm about yes. it. I'll definitely check it out. It's fun. Um, that one also has a movie. I was telling Jess about these earlier too. Um, which I'm, I'm going to put Jane Eyre on my, my movie watching list for October. It's just a fun, like, spook. It's, it's a spook feeling, and it, it's mm-hmm. good. It's not, like, exceptionally thrilling nonstop, but it, it has that suspenseful. It makes you, like, spook. uneasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the uneasy thing. And I think there should be, like, a better genre to, to throw these types of books in that are, like, a domestic – I don't want to say thriller because it's not it's not like thrilling the whole time, but it's right. But like I wouldn't call it a drama either because it's a little more than that. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't really know how to like define exactly what this genre is. Um. Yeah, we, we should put this out into the bookstagram book talk book Realm. world and figure. Mm-hmm. Everyone should figure it out. Come together and figure out what kind of books these are because they are not thrillers. They're not totally a mystery i think there should be something else to right tie them all together are we rating it mm-hmm. it's time it is time okay to so jess you picked this book out very funnily funnily it was a funny story it was when we were together on in vacation mm-hmm. you bought it in utah so you picked it out uh i'll rate it first and then laney and then jess i gave the book and I've been given flack for giving out a lot of three-star reviews, but it's a solid three-star review book for me. It was enjoyable. It was extremely fast-paced. Like, you can read this in in a day kind of book. Which you did. Um, which you did. Which I did. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, like, be-all, end-all. I wasn't obsessed with it, but it was enjoyable. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. It was an enjoyable read. For folks that have read Jane Eyre, it's unique enough that it, it doesn't feel like copy-paste Jane Eyre. It's not copy-paste, you know, that type of book. And there's enough twists that make it entertaining. I, like I said before, a lot of people put it out there as like a thriller. I wouldn't call it a thriller. It's not going to be thrilling the whole time. You're not going to be turning the pages like, oh my God, there's a killer behind the door. But it, it is entertaining enough to keep you going and you can read it really fast. So three stars, three stars is good for me. And I thought it deserved three stars. What about you, Lainey? I also gave it three stars. Um, yeah, I, it was a really easy read and it was super quick and it's, I was never like, okay, I'm bored with this topic. Can we go to something? Like, I think it was paced really well. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like I was saying earlier, um, I, wasn't very surprised by anything necessarily and I thought the characters were a little one-dimensional so that's kind of what made me land in the three-star area because I like enjoyed it but I didn't 
love it. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Solid okay. three. All right, Jess. I'm gonna. What shake, do you think? I'm gonna shake it up a little bit because <gasps> I think, apart from like what you guys said, you both said it was very fast paced. I didn't think it was that fast paced at the mm, beginning. Really? At the beginning, it's like okay, it's kind of boring. Like she's trying to get with this guy. There's like this weird thing going on with a dead wife and the other. Jess, you have a paper copy of it. How many pages is it? It's less than three hundred. So to okay, me, it okay. wasn't that fast-paced. However, once it did start getting into like the nitty-gritty good stuff, the meat towards the end, I could not put it down. And I ended up giving it four stars, even though it was, to me, slow-paced at the beginning. I think that's fair. You know, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I don't think until like chapter 20 did it give the juice, you know, and that's how a lot of these ones go too is they got to build it up you know jane is basic she's boring mm-hmm. she's poor and <laughs> you just have to build it up to that and kind of make it look very you know non-scary to give it that thrilling edge once you do realize that the wife is alive she's upstairs and her husband's still having sex with her which is so weird it, yeah, it, it <laughs> I twisted, that twisted. She was a ghost and that Eddie was just going mad. Right. That would have been cool. That would have been a good twist. So three stars for Pacific Northwest Jess, three stars for three. Lainey and four stars for me. Okay. That was good. I, that was a good discussion. Lots of, Jane- I'm glad this, I'm glad this is the one that is starting off our spooky season because. Right. It it is a good October read. It you know it's yeah. great to throw in there. You're gonna read it fast, like we all said. It gives you the vibes that you need, and it's fun. It was fun, Lainey. We're gonna ask you a few fun questions. This is how we end our episodes when we have a guest, and okay. these are just random, random mm-hmm. questions. So take your time. Some people feel like they get put on the spot with some of these, but. We would like to know, first, give us one unpopular opinion of a book or book series. Okay. I really don't like The Midnight Library. Oh, okay. That's on my Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people love that book, and it's a really unpopular opinion. I like, I really appreciate the, the premise of the book. I just don't think it was executed well. So okay. I would I would say that's my biggest unpopular opinion. That or um, oof, I might get hate for this one. Uh, I got very bored during Song of Achilles. We haven't read that one either. No, no, but we've seen it all over the place. And someone mm-hmm. recommended it while they were on. Do you remember who it was? Yeah, Jess? it was Jess. Gonna... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'm just not into like Greek mythology enough, but I was just getting very bored. <laughs> I think Greek mythology is a big like hit or miss genre. Right. It mm-hmm. could, if you might either love it or hate it, and it's just mm-hmm. if it's not for you, it's not for you. Okay. Which I think our next book has like winks and nods to it does Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but we'll see. We'll see. The next question that we had for you is if you had to pick like a ride or die 
book best friend, who would you want it to be? Like your favorite person, your favorite character that you would just be like, I would love to be best friends with them. Oh my God. What is her name? Um, the best friend in Daisy Jones and the Six. I want her to be my best friend. Um, I forget her name right now. Let me find her. See, that's another book that we haven't read. I know. All, all of these. I feel like a lot of the times when folks do come in here and we pop in these random fun questions, we hear of all these books that we've seen around, we've heard of them. I think it just takes like hearing them from a couple other people, especially people that you've talked to until I put them on my list personally. So it's always good. Did you figure out her name? Yes. You don't have to. So, so Simone from Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, so if so, Daisy Jones, without like giving too much away, Daisy Jones is an addict. Um, and she like has a lot of problems with abuse and stuff like that. And Simone is just like a really good friend to her. And I'm like, I'm not a drug addict or anything, but it would be great to have a ride or die like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so I really like her and um I really identify with Lucy from the hating game. Have either of you read okay. The Hating Game? Nope. <laughs> I'm personally very slow at reading. Mm-hmm. So just... There's going to be a faster. movie. Oh, There's going to be a movie, and it stars Lucy Hale. She's going to be in it. Oh, um, from Pretty yeah. Little Liars. Oh, yeah. Full circle here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Lucy from The Hating Game, she's just like really snappy and and like she's also five zero um like me she's five oh and she's like really sassy uh but and she like stands up for herself and she's really witty and she's like I want to be like Lucy from the hating game so if if I were to have like choose a best friend from a book it would be Simone from Daisy Jones. If I were to be someone in a book, I would want to be Lucy from The Hating Game. There you go. (laughs) Good answer. Okay. (laughs) If you had to spend a week in the current location of your current read, where would it be and would you be happy about that? Oh, I'm reading Bathhouse right now. So, no. (laughs) Where where does that one take place? Yeah. I think it's, like, I'm honestly not certain. I would have to pick it up. I think it might be in, like, Sweden or Europe or something because mm-hmm. it's spelled, like, bathhouse, like, H-A-U-S. Oh, okay. Um, but it is, like, uh, some of it is literally set inside of a bathhouse. So that doesn't it's okay. sound The fun. location is Sweden, Europe. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, a bathhouse in Sweden sounds great. And now I just pulled up the little, like, Goodreads thing. Oh, it's okay. It's a gripping thriller. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see where that would be a bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Last... the bathhouse part sounds nice and relaxing. Right. <laughs> Last question. Um, what is a book that you, you're like number one book that you recommend as a must read to people? I would say The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Okay. I would recommend that to literally anybody because it has a piece of like every genre in it. Um, like surprisingly, it's one of my favorite books and it's a large element of it is fantasy um, that, and yeah. like 
supernatural. Um, so I went into it completely blind and cause I got it for Christmas. I just liked it cause I thought the cover was pretty. Um, so I put it on my wish list and I got it for Christmas and then I read it and I was completely blown away. Like it just has everything that like, I did not know I was looking for in a book. Um, and it is not fast paced, but it's like, I wouldn't want it to be like, I sat there reading it for a good couple of weeks. And like, that's kind of what I needed to like fully digest all of it. Cause it is a pretty heavy book, but it's definitely worth reading at least once I would say like, it's really cool because it also has elements of like historical fiction and romance. And it's all really tied into one really cool story. We had that on our, I think I put that on yeah. our list and we just like new books kept, kept like it knocking pushing. it knocked down. So mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. it and I, that was I like one it. that I was going to read too, probably not for the podcast since we have so many like books that we mm-hmm. just are like trying to get to. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that to be read list keeps piling up. But yeah, that, right. I do that one on our list. Um Anyway, that that's a good one. I just want we just wanted to say thank you, Lainey, for coming course, on the show you. today. Um, we hope you had as much fun as we did. Um, for everybody listening, make sure you go follow Lainey on Instagram. Her handle is at litwithlaney, and we'll put it on the show notes. We'll put it on our website. We'll put an Instagram post out so you don't miss her. And make sure you come back next week as we keep the spooky theme thrillery theme going um we are doing the silent patient by alex mcladies something alex michael ladies i love that book love that, that book very- so that's what we're doing next week Yeah, we are super excited. All of these books are going to be so fun. Don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you're listening to podcasts. You can find us on all of the social medias at Out of Five Stars. That's Outa with two T's. Until next time, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.